Welcome to the emergency, what did the Browns just do, mega episode of Backtalk. I'm your host, Ben Cause, with Max Chadwick and PJ Clark back again to fire off some takes. And this week, we have a living, breathing, barely Browns fan. Please welcome Tate Sigworth to the program. Thank you, guys. So we'll get to the Browns, the future Super Bowl champions of 2018 later. But first, I want to talk about the Seahawks' absurd move of cutting Richard Sherman. I have Not been- absurd. Uh, not, been, absurd, not, not absurd at all. I actually. have been a huge fan of Richard Sherman for years now. You're Crabtree better. Crabtree better. Huge fan. That's wrong. Huge fan of Richard Sherman for years now. He's 29. I understand he's coming off an Achilles injury, and I understand his contract's pretty big. But ask him to restructure it or something. Hot take. Richard Sherman definitely doesn't not have character issues. Culture change. They're yeah. getting rid. They're moving on from the Legion of Boom era, are they not? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're listening to offers for Earl Thomas too, which is making me tear Cam up. Cam may never play again. Yeah, yeah, that too. Cam, Cliff Averill may never play again. Michael Bennett's already traded. I mean, at least they got two Super Bowls out of it. Oh wait, no, <laughs> they they only got one. Damn. You guys, do you guys hear the report that Richard Sherman might be re-signed by the Seahawks too? I did. I did see that. So that this is not. Weird. This is not like it's like. The arrow's over. Like, there's still a shot that he re-signs. It's over. It is over. I, I don't think – I think the relationship's gone. And I think that's I think that's just John Schneider and Pete Carroll saying, hey, we're trying to be nice. It could be financial. They save $11 million by cutting him, and then re-signing him could save a lot more money. But still, restructure. So, anyway, where do you guys think he could end up? So, I think Atlanta, uh, even though they have very good – corners already uh, they have cap the space connection he is, he is going yeah. he, he stupidly might i add is going to try to command a decent amount of money which i think is dumb i i think you you take the pay cut you're 29 coming off a, an achilles tear who knows what you're going to be at this point and he's already been declining steadily since you know he hit his peak just i don't know three or four years ago but um the one team i i can't ever rule out i Genuinely, in my heart, believe he's going to pull a Darrell Rivas and, and go to New England. Oh no! Oh, that's 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 no. my gut feeling, and I, I that'd be that's, horrible, that's man. My gut feeling. You would never. It's my gut uh, feeling. No, no. I, I, oh, I mean, that would be that would be such hey, a Belichick hey, move, as though. A, as, a, as a Jet fan, seeing our greatest player in franchise history, the greatest corner of all time, go walk over there, get paid nothing. And win a ring. I mean, it, it hurts, yeah, but the, it's been done before. I mean, Richard Sherman's better than Darrell Revis. False. 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 Let's move, let's move past that. Ben calls welcome to the hot take show. No, no, no. The, the reason Sherman would never go to the Patriots is because of his relationship with Tom Brady. Y'all remember that Instagram post. Y'all remember that they don't really like each other. It was after a regular season game. Sherman went up to Brady as Brady was walking to the Patriots locker room and yelled, you mad bro, in his face. That's right. That was it. That was that's that's how it started. That was that was two years before the Super yeah. Bowl. And I I think Belichick can get them to make up, unless Brady hates Belichick. But that's a completely different thing. Chadwick, go. <laughs> Um, one team I think that definitely has to be watched out for is the Los Angeles Chargers. I think wow, right now they're job. I would have got Sandy there. 
I'm impressed. Not they have, they have right. Yeah, I was about to say they have a really good trio of corners actually, and um, Casey Hayward, who I think is the best corner in the league. Wrong. Desmond King. Also, you get Richard Sherman in there. All of a sudden, this turns into one of the most dominant secondaries in the NFL. Did you forget Jason Verrett? The new – he's fine. hes I think he's really overrated. Wrong, the new okay. Legion Desmond of Boom. better than Jason Verrett. Okay. This is the new Legion of Boom. If this if the Chargers can get Richard Sherman. So, right now, I think the Chargers to watch out for. I think the, the Broncos, without Akeem Talib, which we'll get to, hmm. that's an interesting one. Also, the okay. Jacksonville Jaguars still have cap space. On, on the Denver point, that they trio traded, would be great. They traded they traded Talib to to get cap space for theoretically a, a Kirk run. So mm-hmm. the, then the Sherman thing would have to go after them not either getting or not getting Kirk because they do they did want that money. That was a purely financial move. So yeah, I mean I think yeah the Sherman, all the Sherman rumors right now have been saying Los Angeles. Chargers. I don't think he signs for a long time. I think th- I think this yeah, takes a while. I think we're taking us into like July here. Oh, I agree. So, Browns fan, you think you're getting Sherman, too? I'm tempted to say the Browns, just because why not? We have the cap space. We can throw the money around. Sign Sherman. He's a solid player still. But I kind of want to just say the Raiders. I don't know why, but I just feel like Richard Sherman is an Oakland Raiders player. That would be fun. He's got, I'd enjoy that. He's got some pieces there in the defense. He's got Gruden coming in. I, I am incredibly here for the Sherman Gruden press conference. I'm oh so my god, Sherman and Marshawn Silver and Bla- oh, oh so- that would be amazing. And that's why I want Sherman to go to the Raiders. Join up. Wow, him. he's not signed until August. I didn't even, I didn't even think of that. And wow, I love that. He's not okay, signing until August. He doesn't sign until August, and he's coming off like a season-ending injury. So if he's not signing until August, he's he's only getting what three weeks of practice before it's go time. Does that like concern you at all? He's signing yeah. before August. I think he's still a top ten corner in the league. I think people are starting to say you know he's not he's gone the down low. He's on the downslide of his career, but I still say he's a really good corner in the league. Yeah, I think he he's is absolutely. I think he's probably better fitted in a, in a zone format at this point than he was as a, as a as a man press just because oh, yeah. he's old. And the the Achilles injury, it's so hard to come back from for somebody in general, but cornerbacks are one of the most athletic people on the field. So that's going to play a huge role to see if he can come back and be the same player next year. Absolutely. He was never, he was never really an athletic corner. He won game. He won because he, uh, his he, was, he was bigger than everybody else. Yeah, and also he had great instincts too. So I think he's more of a mental player than he is physical. But yeah, the Achilles injury does scare me a little bit. But I think it wouldn't hurt him as much as it would hurt another a more athletic corner. I also could see a move to safety in the future. Oh, yes. I could too. I, yeah, I, I think that could put some years on the end of his career when he ends up becoming an LA Ram. Um, mm-hmm. However, you you can't do that too late, a la Darrell Rivas, because that that failed. So nothing on my LA Ram comment. <laughs> Uh, no. Yeah, that trio, Akeem Talib, Marcus Peters, and uh, Richard Sherman, three, t- three top ten cornerbacks in the league. That's not happening. We, what did you, what did you just say? Are we three top ten cornerbacks in the league. and Are we going into the Rams now? Because I, I have a Rams take. 
No, no, no. I'm I'm just talking about three top ten corners could be on the Rams, and Sherman could go home to L.A. The I right L.A. team, one. the the I correct one. the correct L.A. team, not the Chargers. He could go to the Rams, be home, and then transition to safety later in his career. And when Jared Goff is the MVP and uh, Sean McVay has his third Super Bowl, uh, Sherman's the safety for that championship. Huh. Uh. I love it. I like the Chargers better. Anyway, let's 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 hear that take. Okay, so as you just mentioned, the Rams traded a, a fifth round selection for Aqib Talib. Um, Steal. Ridiculous. Yeah. And signed Sam Shields also right before that happened. So they're loading up on quarterbacks. Tremaine Johnson out in Marcus Peters, Aqib Talib, Sam Shields, three very good corners. Albeit two of them on the latter half of their careers, and one of them's a head case, but whatever. We covered Marcus Peters last week. Uh, here's my Rams take: uh, they are scared of Jimmy Garoppolo. Clearly, you should. Okay, be. I don't need your love fest for Jimmy. No, Garoppolo. it's I, how is how is that wrong? Why you else would be. you? Why else would you load up? And spend all this money on a secondary? Also, the best- I couldn't name their second cornerback last year. General. <laughs> Like the, with Tremaine Johnson leaving for free agency, they needed cornerbacks. Yep. You didn't need like, three obvious. good ones. They're scared of Jimmy. Jimmy's in their head. Why would you? Why if you had the opportunity, you would never pass up getting three talented players, no matter the position. Okay, the Marcus Peters trade we covered last week. I I still think the Chiefs did were fine in that. The keep to leave was a steal. I get that, but he's also getting paid a lot of money. Jimmy's in their head. That's all I'm saying. No. That Rams defense is scary now because the best player in football is on that D line and Aaron Donald. Okay, well, not the best player in football. He's the best player in football. Aaron Donald has been the best defensive player in football for the last three or four years. Okay, now. good. I'm glad you qualified it as defensive player because he's oh, the best player. You. Period. For no, no. three or four years, that's the best player in football is on your favorite team, and you decline to. He's not the true. best player in football. Yes, wait, wait. Since is. when is Max Chadwick a Packers fan? <laughs> You're oh my god, Aaron Rodgers with the Aaron Rodgers takes, dude. He's so good though. He's he's amazing. He makes great throws, but he also isn't perfect. Tom Brady's the best Le- quarterback in the league. Le'Veon Bell is the best player in football. He's not the best player in football. Yes, he is. He's not the best running back in football. I love Le'Veon Bell, of course. Overall, I say David he's, Johnson's he is. better. Gurley had a much better year, but Le'Veon is the best running back. He's not the best player. My call. Aaron Donald is, like, damn near perfect. Le'Veon Bell is not only the best running back, he's, like, a top 10 wide receiver in the same person. What? Ooh. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell is the best player in football. It's not even close. He's not the best player in football. No. Literally not close. I don't think he's the best player on his offense. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong. Is that guy Antonio Brown who plays in the same team, bro? Incorrect take. Aaron right, Donald. Let's 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 move on from one AFC North team to the other. The Browns traded everything today to acquire Tyrod Taylor, to acquire Demarius Randall, and to acquire Jarvis Landry. Okay, let's and they kept in, all their first. Let's, let's put this into perspective. Yes. I was just gonna say. All they had to do was give up a three, a four, a seven, and a quarterback that they couldn't spend another year with. So I need to go to I need to go to Tate first, resident Browns fan. Um, let me just say uh, today was a good day to be a Browns fan. 
How many times have you said that in the 19 years of your life? Uh, wow. Um, that was actually probably it, honestly. <laughs> oh, Miles Garrett uh, getting drafted is pretty awesome. No, well, yes, but the thing with draft day as a Browns fan is like you make one good pick and then like you have a movie about it. Whoa, 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 chill, please. You make one good pick as a Browns fan and then like 20 picks later, you trade up like 40 picks and like give away your whole team to get Brady Quinn. Like, <laughs> oh, I thought you were just about to take a shot at Jabril because you just don't like him. Oh, but Jabril. okay, well, I I don't know. I'm I'm cor- the jury's still out on Jabril Peppers. Um, bro, he sucks. You're wrong, by the way. But keep okay, going. Hey, keep going. Um, I played him at the wrong position. He's so yeah, a linebacker. I'm ecstatic with how today went. We gave up nothing and got some great pieces. Uh, but I'm just hesitant because I'm a Browns fan, also a Cleveland sports fan. There's the NFL draft coming. There's still a lot of time, and we can still screw it up. We are the Cleveland Browns. They're not going. I, I want to get your opinion on what your offense could be. The speculation is that Saquon Barkley will now be the number one pick in the draft. They could have Tyrod Taylor handing the ball off to Saquon Barkley or play action and throwing it to Jarvis Landry, Josh Gordon, David Njoku. Also, Duke. That's kind Corey of Coleman. terrifying. Duke Corey Johnson. Coleman. Corey Coleman. That's that's on paper. That's terrifying. Joe Tyrod. All right. All right. Isaiah Crowell. Everyone seems to forget that Duke Johnson Jr. led that team in receiving yards last year. He is unreal out of the backfield. Um, Top twenty running back. I could have led the team in receiving yards last no, year, but okay. That's just a logical thing to say. Um, Corey Coleman can't stay healthy. Um, he hasn't proven himself to be a good wide receiver. I, like putting his name on paper, it, it sounds nice, um, but in his experience so far in the NFL, he has been a terrible wide receiver for the team. Um, Josh Gordon, you saw glimpses of him at the end of last year. He got some great balls. The best wide receiver in football. But yeah, I, I, you look at that team on paper, we have a, we have a great offensive line, and we have a average defense like i think we finished like 14th or something in yards per game last year like we have a good defense we are a good team we just couldn't play four quarters last year and that's why we lost every game to me at least the browns the browns need to draft make a fitzpatrick uh you need a cornerback definitely. where he's not a corner i i i think he is i you think he's better as a safety i think he's better as a safety sure but y- you have jabril as as we mentioned I- um if you want a corner, you stay in state. You take Denzel Ward out of Ohio State. He can't. Minka cannot play corner. That's no, Richard Sherman would look amazing in a Browns uniform. All right, okay, no, that's no that's bold. Um, I I'd like to see. I I okay. Listen, I conventional wisdom, value based drafting, which is which is what I what I do and what do I what do I enjoy predicting, says you can't take Saquon Barkley first overall. I don't think they should. I think they will. To me, it's more about what they do it for. I think one is a foregone conclusion. Do they even stay it for? That's what I'm. That's what I'm worried about. Knowing Browns, being a Browns fan, having experienced Browns, we are going to trade that fourth overall pick. Would you rather take a running back at one and a quarterback at four and have him sit behind Tyrod for a year or two? Yes. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I 100% agree. So, but, Ben Cause, Ben Cause, where does this leave you at two? Yes, as a Giants fan, um, I think the trade value of our pick today skyrocketed. 
I I think it's pretty much guaranteed that the Browns don't take a quarterback at one, knowing that one of them is going to fall to four if they take Saquon Barkley at one. But that's not true because <laughs> Indianapolis could very easily trade up. All three of the quarterbacks are so similar. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Darnold no, see, isn't I actually, I, Let me continue my right right take. Well, you forgot the best quarterback out of the bunch of Baker Mayfield. However, back to the Giants. I think that because it's uh, unfortunately it's close to a guarantee that the Browns are taking Saquon at one. I I I can't see a way that they don't take the best player in the draft at one. I'm dying. I am dying to have Saquon Barkley at two. He'd look so good in blue. But I think this either this either leads to maybe a Bills trade to, up to number two, and the Giants get two first rounders and more. Uh, maybe somebody else trades up to two, or the Giants are just they get their quarterback, they get their pick of the quarterback, and they don't have to worry about the Browns taking one in front of them because the Browns are taking one at four now. I think I think you just hit the nail on the head with the last thing you said. The Giants fans and the Giant organization thinks they're really good. If you think they're that good, you won't be in the top two for the foreseeable future. You cannot screw up your one quarterback chance when you have it because Eli Manning is bad and old. Wrong and correct. No, like he's I, bad. He is bad. He's he's outwardly not good. I'm sorry, Josh McCown. You, is you better could than put. Yeah. You could put Joe Montana behind that offensive line, and he wouldn't look good. Eli Manning is still not great. He's an average I'm not, quarterback. He's not bad. Average. And I, I, I believe that Eli is, unfortunately, it kills me to say, he's at the end of his career. It's obvious. He's 38 years old. 37. But he's the perfect quarterback to mentor a young guy coming in a talented young guy coming in. This literally, this broke the perfect way for the New York Giants if Saquon Barkley goes first overall. Because now you you get to pick who you want. Nope. Yes. Didn't go perfectly. It did go perfectly. Because if they drafted Barkley, if they drafted Barkley, then you have no Eli succession plan. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater gets signed in free agency. You want to you want to bet they don't sign Teddy Bridgewater to back up? Teddy Bridgewater is going to get a starting job somewhere. Also, Mark there's more there's other drafts. Yeah, but you're never going to be in the top two again. So if you trade down and you don't take the quarterback now, or if you took Saquon, you're foregoing later draft capital to have to trade up into the top five of another draft to get your star quarterback. How do we know these are star quarterbacks? I think it's obvious th- these quarterback this quarterback class is not amazing. Okay, but neither neither was Goff and Wentz, and they both turned into... Goff and Wentz were, we were much better of, coming out of college no, than any of these quarterbacks. Stay. Yes, they were. No. Yes, they were. No. Jared they Goff were. was like the 15th best player in that draft, and then all of a sudden... He was a week not. Before, Stop. And then all of a sudden, a week before draft day, people were like, holy crap, this guy's going to go no. first all of a sudden. Yes, that's exactly how The whole how Cal season, they were talking about him. No. The whole Cal season, as he was QB1, he was never supposed to go first overall. Neither was Wentz. Wentz was talked about all season too. Yeah, as the two quarterbacks in that draft, they were never supposed to be. They were, the they were high. They were more highly rated than any of the quarterbacks in this draft. This quarterback draft is very good in depth, but there are no superstars. I think that's wrong. 
There are no good. And we're getting we're getting we're getting, a, we're getting we're no, getting away from Josh the point. We're getting away from the point, you psychotic jet and Saquon fan. Mason Rudolph. <laughs> Josh Allen, QB six, stay woke. Uh that's another thing I wanted to add. Uh I totally, totally still think John Dorsey great trades, man. Um Unreal. I, I, honestly. I, I'm still I'm still going like, I don't know, thirty five percent chance they take Josh Allen at one. That's a, that's the wrong quarterback to take. I no, I, know, I don't know. I know. If if you if you take Josh Allen at one or probably four because he's gonna be there at that's four. That's fine. I'll be fine. If you four. if you take him at four or one, either way, and have him sit behind Tyrod for one or two years, I don't know how long Tyrod's contract it's is. It's literally just. I about think that's perfect. What yeah. the Browns' interior grades are in all of these quarterbacks. If you have a quarterback that you're grading so much higher than the other four that are going to go in the top They're ten, so close. Then, that's the problem. Yeah. No. But what if the Browns say, "All right, Josh Allen's a Josh Allen's a 99, and the next guy we have is a 92." Look, it's worth you take Barkley at one because he's far and away the best player in the draft. Well, besides Quentin Nelson, he's right there, but you're not taking a guard with a one. If you're the Browns, you have to de- de- determine whether you are willing to settle for possibly your third option. Okay, but number four, the top three are so similar, though. I'm it just, I'm Donald, just, Darnold, Allen, Rosen, like, re- like right this close to each other. I don't think that's the top three, but sure, let's it's go. It's fine. Okay, whatever you think the top three is, they're so similar, and then it goes Barkley, Nelson, and here's the quarterbacks, really down low. You gotta take Barkley at one. You take Barkley. You take Barkley at one if you think it's that close on the quarterbacks. If you don't, then take your guy. All right, and I fair. think I think today cued us into, hey, we're okay with settling who, for whoever drops. That's fair. What do you I think too, yeah. of Barkley at one, and either? I I believe a quarterback is going to go two and three, whether it's the Giants or Colts. I don't I don't know if either of them stay in that position. But I think a quarterback goes two and three. So what if Barkley at one and then either Nelson or Fitzpatrick at four in the Browns? They can't. Wait until the second round pick 33. They can't. It'll be like best player available would be great, but they can't. They need to take quarterback at four. They need to. Tate? Yeah, they need to. I, I want to hear Tate's opinion on this. All this talk, man, like, if you're the Browns, like, all this talk and whatnot, like, I'm literally just sitting here and I'm like, I've heard this before. I've been down this road. I've heard these phrases said on TV before. Like, I, <laughs> I think I definitely agree with what uh, PJ said, that today's moves, like, kind of clue you into the fact that I think they're going to go safe one at one and then settle for, like, best available at four out of the quarterbacks. Um, I think we definitely need to take a quarterback um, because Tyrod himself is pretty old. Um, he made his living being a scrambling quarterback, and he's, what, like 30 years old now? So he's, he doesn't have that much left. Um, and he's still on a one-year deal. Yeah, yeah, in that. Um, like, I love Mason Rudolph as much as the next guy, but I, I we can't wait around. Mason Rudolph does not get to 33. I know, but, like – we can't wait till the second round to draft a quarterback. We need to take it at four. Um, I'd love Fitzpatrick, but then we can't we can't lose the quarterback. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that, it's that makes sense. NFL draft. Um, you, you have to make a decision. 
I'm like, I just, the Browns have been so historically bad at the NFL draft. Like, you think they're taking Saquon at one. Like, I'm, I would not be surprised if the Cleveland Browns drafted, like, Mason Rudolph. All right. I want to hear Tate. What would you do, though? What would if I do? If you're a Dorsey, yeah. Yeah. In an optimal, like, in the best world possible, I would take Saquon at one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, like, Brief aside, I love Crow uh, and I love Duke Johnson. I'm content with my backfield as it is currently. Crowell's a free agent. I think we can resign Isaac. But I, I, one would just make our backfield like that much better. Um, so I Saquon one, and then I don't think we can take Josh Rosen um, because of how he said he hates the Browns. Yesterday's news probably helped take that opinion, but I don't care. You're not going to give it 100% if you're on our team. Uh, I don't trust Sam Darnold, um, and I don't really trust Josh Allen, but I kind of just want to take him just for Wentz to play. Yeah. That's fair. Tate, Tate, would you be opposed if, and I I mean, obviously this is like a strong hypothetical, and and given what happened today, I, I don't know if it's true, but you have so much like future draft capital stacked up and yeah, you gave up a three today and you gave up a four, but all the trades you've been making, pushing the various top 10 picks or top two picks, even down the line further and further and further and acquiring all this draft capital. What if you go to the giants and say, Hey, we'll give you four and I don't know, twos for the next two years, move up two picks and get whoever the hell you want it to. Does that matter to you? That is a hypothetical. Um, no, it doesn't. Because I, I agree with Max that the quarterbacks, all five of them, are all similar. Six. I mean, who's your fifth? Let's get Lamar Jackson in there. Okay, that's aggressive. Continue. Um, I think you definitely start taking steps down. Like, I think Baker, like, he could be good. But I just, I, I don't trust him enough to put him at four, which is why he's not in the conversation. But, like, I... You don't need a Manziel repeat. Exactly. I I don't. Manziel, we could be. We'd be fine with Darnold. We would be fine with Allen, Rosen. Like we'd probably be fine. But I still personally um, just don't trust him. So like, I don't think we should do that. If if that deal were to come up, we should, I don't I don't think we should do that. But the Browns totally probably would bite. That's fair. I would I would really enjoy that as a Giants fan. Move back two spots. Probably still get Josh Rosen. Yeah, you probably would. This is what 18 years of a Browns fan, like, I can only imagine, like, like my parents and, like, the older people. Like, like this, like, being a Cleveland sports fan, let me just say, freaking sucks, okay? Just want to say that. Yeah, I mean, LeBron's leaving, and you got to worry about LeBron messing might stay up the draft. Now, LeBron's not leaving. Stop that. He might stay <laughs> what the Browns did. He might, like, he might quit basketball, but he'll stay yeah. and play for the Browns. <laughs> that, that's a real possibility. We have wrong AFC North team, but I don't want to get get away from football. I I do I do want to talk about another quarterback that was involved in the news today, also out of Cleveland. I find it so interesting that the Packers took Deshaun Kaiser for Demarius Randall. I I thought Brett Hundley looked okay. And Aaron Rodgers is still the number one player in the NFL. I it, think it was – they also swapped like fours and fives, I think. So the Packers moved up 20-something picks in, in those rounds. Either way, Demarius Randall's a 
talented cornerback. Yeah. And I don't I, I I just I don't understand the Kaiser thing. What do you mean? Um, he's, not, he's not equal level to Randall. Randall's Absolutely not, great. not. Randall was really overhyped. It was just, it was just one of those big moves that Browns made, but Randall really during his career, his first two seasons were really bad. Um this year he was fine, I guess, but really the that move wasn't that big. It was more it was because the Browns already got Tyrod. They already got Jarvis Landry. It was like, oh, my God, they got another player. When really, Randall really isn't that big of a deal. He's actually gone down in tackles per year. Yeah, he's not great. To me, but, if you – you go. I'm just I'm just going to say, like, talent-wise, I think Demarius Randall's a much better corner than Deshaun Kaiser is a quarterback. Well, it's because Kaiser's terrible. I I also it's just it's it's so interesting to think that the Browns started this guy all year as a rookie and gave up on him. Don't even want him as a backup. And then the Packers interested. I don't think it's, it's really just, interesting. I th- I think it's kind of telling. The Browns literally played this guy the entire year and like sent him to the curb the first second they could. Yeah, the Browns did that, and, and I I think it's kind of. I think it's kind of weird that uh, if you knew you were doing this, like clearly they had some sort of idea. I can't think this all materialized within the last 24 hours. Absolutely but not. If if you had the idea of, oh, we could flip Kaiser for a cornerback, not even necessarily Demarius Randall, like why were the Browns not in the Akeem Tlaib market? Well, okay, there's Akeem Tlaib is on a whole different stratosphere than Demarius Randall. Exactly, but a fifth round pick, it's the same. You made a a bigger investment into Sean Kaiser just last year than a fifth round pick would have been this year to to go get. They have plenty of money to pay Tlaib. Exactly, and Peters in the future if they wanted to go after the big name and go for Peters. This move. To me, this move confirmed one thing, and I know we've been getting cute and saying, "Oh, what if the Browns don't go quarterback at four? This confirms that they are going quarterback at four, or at one, even uh, if if they decided to pass the Saquon, because they're not going to have a quarterback room filled with Tyrod Taylor, Deshaun Kaiser, and a first round quarterback. So when they get rid of Kaiser, now you have Taylor and then Darnold, Rosen, Allen, M- Baker, whatever you want. You can't have two different guys, two different young guys competing. I think they want to have one guy under Tyrod who they could could develop. So I oh. think this confirms that they're taking a quarterback at one. I mean, I mean, you, you could do that. That That's called the New York Jets strategy when we're going to have whoever we drafted six, Bryce Petty and Christian Hackenberg all in the same Hasn't group, worked, yeah. trying to develop, to develop at the same time. Um, I don't know. I just I, – I, the, the thing that stuck out to me, I saw somebody on Twitter, which it was, it was hilarious. Um, somebody – it was the Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other and uh, it was like – when Bright, uh, when Brett Hundley and Deshaun Kaiser see each other in the Packers locker room, <laughs> Spider Man pointing at each other because I think they're like literally the same guy. I think Hundley's a lot better than him, but I think they're very similar in play style. I think, I think Kaiser, Hun- Kaiser gets uh, too much flack, in my opinion. Yeah, he had eleven touchdowns and twenty two interceptions last year, but I mean, he was throwing the ball all the time and trying to force stuff in an offense that like didn't. Really, I, there just wasn't much there. Like, yes, he's not great. Um, for a first year in the NFL and the situation that he was in, yeah, he was he, only 15, but that's honestly not his fault. He looked better once Josh started playing. He did. Yeah, he did. 
Yeah. He he was a good quarterback in college. Like you can't. Uh, no, no, he was. He just played. You. I'm not was. saying he was a great quarterback in college. He was he, a he bad was a, quarterback good. in college. He showed flashes. That's why they took him. Josh Allen is not a good college quarterback, but he showed a lot of flashes. He can throw the ball the entire field. Exactly, yeah. which is why he's going to go in the top ten. But yeah, Deshaun Kaiser was fine in college. He had one great year, and then he decided to stay for some reason, and then he went way down. I mean, he looked like the Browns version this year in his last year at Notre Dame. The lesson is never, ever stay. Ever. Yeah. The last, the last point I want to make, which we didn't – I don't think we talked about it enough. Jarvis Landry's $16 million contract is heading to Cleveland, and I believe they're working on a deal right now. I love Jarvis Landry. I think he is a great receiver, and no matter who the quarterback is, he's going to have a ton of catches and get close to 100, if not more. I think that if they bring in a young guy, and after this year with the Tyrod experiment, I think that Jarvis Landry is just going to be his favorite receiver. I understand Josh Gordon is an incredibly talented go-to receiver, but Jarvis Landry just provides such security coming out of the slot. This is huge because now the Browns offense, like we said, is going to have Tyrod Taylor, who in my opinion, and everyone hates me for this, he's a top 10 quarterback in this league. So that's the end of Max Chadwick on back. Severely underrated. (laughs) Moving on. You got Josh Gordon, who I think is going to really bounce back. The best wide receiver in football. Jarvis Landry in the slot is scary. That O-line is still pretty solid. It's not as good as once was. Saquon Barkley in the backfield. Then on the defense, Miles Garrett is going to be a superstar in this league. Is. He is. I mean, he's he was really good his rookie season. He's going to be amazing. This team is scary. And I, for the first time not ever, yet. I'm excited for the Cleveland Browns. It's not scary yet. On paper, it's absolutely scary. But they they got to bring it all together on on both they sides. Did. Of the football. They brought it together today. They got to bring it together on the field on both sides of the football. You draft Saquon Barkley, you're winning the Super Bowl. <sighs> Down the road, not this year. Down the road, you're take. winning a Super Bowl. Oh, um, I mean, maybe they'll win a game. They're gonna win a lot of games. They're they're <laughs> a sneaky. They might go the first team ever to go from 0-16 to a playoff team because I know the Detroit Lions definitely did not do that. This is a scary team. They're going to win about nine or maybe even ten games next year. I think they're second in the AFC North. AFC North is very bad. Also, just real quick, Landry's a slot receiver. Gordon, not a slot receiver. Coleman, a slot receiver. So, I mean, like yes, he's throwing to great people, but we're not rolling with slot receivers on every play. You know what I mean? Gordon's an outside receiver. You have Njoku. Njoku's a tight end. Yeah, I know, he's but he's really good. Running through the middle too. He's gonna be. He's gonna be I, middle. All right, that's just an aside. I I just want to say I I can't stop smiling thinking about Jarvis Landry and Josh Gordon as targets for whoever my quarterback. Is. That's terrifying. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor is a top ten quarterback. You have two top ten receivers. You have a guy who's going to be a top ten running back. The O line is still a top ten O line. That offense is good. Mm-hmm. We just have to blend the four quarters. <laughs> after after you gotta today, put it together. big, huge shout-out 
to to John Dorsey and the Cleveland Browns, if only because uh, entering free agency, which begins on Wednesday, uh, the New York Jetropolitans have the most cap space in football, and I can't wait to see how we misuse it. Um, but for right now, it just makes me feel good to say that. So no matter how this ends, it turns out, and I think it's going to turn out very well for Cleveland. I'm, I'm very happy for them. Um, I just, I, I, this filled me with a, a lot of hope and I, I can't wait to be let down again. Today's trades for the Browns felt like the trades that the Cavs made on trade development day. It was better, dude. Like chaos and like one good thing coming after another. Tate, Tate is a big proponent of the Elmo fire gif. And I feel like that's what today was. <laughs> so the Cavs, uh, but in a good way. The Cavs. Here's I saw a Twitter a tweet that was perfect. The Cavs were like, "Yo, we're gonna overhaul our roster and like really turn this team around." And the Browns said, "Hold my beer." The, the Browns. <laughs> what they did today was like what the Cavs did times ten. This goes from like the worst team in the NFL to a team that's right now an average team in the NFL, probably an above average team. This is unbelievable. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, ben Cause. The draft has not happened. The draft has not happened yet. Like Tate said earlier, let's just wait to see how the Can we trust John Dorsey? What did he just do today, dude? Made some great trades. He, yes. Kevin he did. that today. He did. 100%. He did. But we got to wait for the draft. They're not going to mess it up. Saquon could still end up in blue. They're like, not they could mess, mess it up. up. If he ends up in blue, John Dorsey should be fired. Yeah, but as a Giants fan, I would love to see that. Well, that wraps up our NFL episode of Backtalk for this week. Our emergency last-minute late-night episode talking about the Browns. Hope you all enjoyed and come back next week for some more Browns talk as Tate Sigworth joins the show again, along with Max Chadwick and PJ Clark. 